Magic Art Workshop. Okay. You can still hear me? recorded? Yeah. Yeah, I just echo a little bit. Oh, yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine. Um, so I thought that went really well. And, um... I was going to ask you a little bit more. Like one thing, one thing kind of came up for me is, why do you use conversation? Like, what what kind of took you there in the first place? Um, let's think about that. That's a good question. Um, things that are going through my mind are. I'm trying to remember when I first, when I would consider that I first started using conversation which is probably True Touch, which came from um, doing that more uh, kind of, what's the word? I, I always forget the word. I don't know, intrusive is not what I meant, but like, I mean, the hand-holding project where I was holding people's hands without their permission mm-hmm. and thinking about touch. I liked, I was doing a lot of, a lot of that process of finding the rehearsals for ways of beings thinking about senses and how we use each of our body parts and in what different kinds of gestures so I had this thing with hands and I was um holding people's hands and then I thought well what if I switch it around and rather than um then taking you know not asking to hold their hands what if they signed up to hold my hand so it was really about touching mm-hmm. and then um and then there was the idea of service providers who know so much about, like they're like therapists basically, the service providers who know so much about their clients, like the person who cuts your hair. Or when I was a kid, I would go with my mom to get her nails done all the time. And she and these people knew each other pretty well. And they would see each other every week. And it was like you see this person more than you see maybe some of your family members or right. friends. Right. And I just thought that was a really interesting relationship. And and I think it goes to, I like in the moment of um, she unnames them where everyone's name is gone and she's like Eve or whatever is able to like caress them in a different way where like the boundary is gone. Mm-hmm. So a lot of impetus for many things is about that moment like trying to find that moment where we can lose ourselves into like the mass of humanity or or like something else which is like super idealistic sounding maybe but um it's still just a desire yeah i mean i feel like you know the the piece where you're on the street holding people's hand like um it's that seems that seems like gambling in a way like I'm just gonna what I want to happen is this thing but I'm just gonna roll the dice but what you sort of I think in my head like if I were to think of like why you move towards like true touch like true touch allows you that every time like there's no more that gambling because you inserted consent in a way right and then and then language just becomes part of that consensual agreement and that language doesn't have to look like anything i mean you have these like starting points again someone like agrees to in a way if they know what it says and i think at some point people start being able to see the prompt mm-hmm. um but i think because language is so vast and, and you're sort of spelling that out in your pdf too and like the different ways of communicating um that becomes um 
just one way of narrowing down the interaction. Uh, yes. And there were moments in uh, True Touch where the beginnings of every... It would fl- get into conversation eventually, but there was a script, at least for, for the first... I don't remember by the end if I was still using that specifically. I think I was, where I wouldn't speak or look at people for a certain time, or I would like rub their hands in a specific way. So it was like this gesture... It's not like I'm a professional um, manicure uh, nail tech. It was more about like knowing the choreography of the manicure mm-hmm. and the choreography of that communication and sort of alienating people by not looking at them for a while or how I didn't know I wanted to see what they would feel like or if they would open up to me depending on the different gestures that I followed or the different choreography that I followed. So does the conversation like distract from the physical contact is it meant to do that um no i don't think it's meant to distract from the physical contact i mean yes actually yes you're right in some ways it is because the uh, the physical contact would otherwise it's like the goal is to be able to touch each other yeah so yeah it does kind of where i guess maybe if i did it again i would be curious to like make it a little more uncomfortable in the way of not having conversation. I also just really liked the title, True Touch Spa of Guided Conversation. And so when people would come and I wouldn't talk, they'd be like, I thought this was a conversation. And I wanted there to be some way of explaining, like, well, conversation happens in lots of different ways, but I never really, I guess I haven't found that yet. Well, and it includes um, silence, right? And it includes silence. Right. So I think there could be more to explore in that. I think um, there was a point where, the last time I was asked to do it, I ended up not doing it because it didn't work out schedule-wise, but I was also kind of glad because I wasn't... I knew I needed to think about it in a different way. So it's not over, but I think that it needs some changing mm-hmm. in relation to those things. Because actually with that one, conversation to me was an afterthought in some ways. But it did sort of get me on this whole new path right. in my work that does involve conversation. Totally, but it seems to like that the new project gymnasium for the soul really takes conversation where you want it to go. And then, then that makes the question, well, what, what is true touch? If that sort of goal of the conversation is, 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 you know, figured out elsewhere or like better suited somewhere else. And I think like in, in the um, conversation techniques that you laid out in the PDF. And then when I started thinking about that as a game, I got really excited about that. And I, I didn't feel like, the people we were in conversation with necessarily were interested in. They had a lot of questions that they want to talk about, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, but I started thinking like, oh, okay, so this is happening now. This is the right place for an answer. So now I can either respond, agree, disagree, do this. And so yeah. I didn't have to care about what we were saying so much. Like I didn't have to worry about like hurting feelings or like whatever, but I knew that we were playing with conversation. And so yeah. I'm wondering like, like that's super exciting to me. You know, where conversation becomes a little more cool in, in terms of, you know, like it's not yeah. as, because you, you use it um, as a way of accessing the personal and the vulnerable a lot of times as that's what it's good for. Um, and I think, um, how can you do both? You know, not you, but one. I think about this right. with what I do too. Like, yeah. Well, and I forgot also even about the phone call, the calling everybody conversation thing where like, I think at that, I wish I had 
you know, I think maybe now is a better time for me knowing what I know about conversation or like having these tools to do that. Um, the, the, the thing also that true touch did was I had all these different prompts. And one thing I was trying to do as it did conversation did become a thing was like figure out which conversations, uh, which topics took people farthest, like what they had the most to talk about. Mm. And that was how I got to this question about the body in some ways, because people have so much to say about their bodies Mm. and it was a way of, if you're thinking about your own body, is it possible to think about your own body without thinking of it in relation to other bodies in any sense? Like, if you're just, like, this person who has a rash, you don't think about your rash in relation to other people or something. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. There, that's a, there's a lot to think about there. I, I think that I am hesitant, I mean, just sort of personally about... I guess, I guess being, coming from like a performance background, you're often like, people want to know if you're interested in the body. Mm. And, um, I'm not, not really, like, I think I am, but I think it's more personal for me. And like, I don't, not that I don't want to talk about it, but, Mm um, but, but thinking about the way that we think about our bodies in relationship to other bodies is what you said. Um, mm-hmm. and then thinking also about the way that conversation bridges that, you know, yeah. because, because we don't know. And I think you and I talked about this before too, or where I was going to do this body scans and figure out what was going on in people's bodies. And then, and then words being a way of connecting to another body. And I think that that's what you're doing in, um, gymnasium for the soul, you know, I mean, and you, and you, you do that playfully each time there's a conversation that leads to another sort of iteration with words to another, you know, and, um, I think that's, it's super interesting for me and thinking about dialogic practices and, um, you know, how conversation and dialogue can be used. It's just fascinating. So. Yeah, I like what you're saying about the the language being the bridge between these experiences that we have on our own, kind of. Mm-hmm. What's well, funny because they're they're like language is nothing, but it's everything, especially when yeah. you think about it in terms of um, true touch, you know, and what it did for true touch, um, what it does for true touch, you know. Um, yeah, or other projects too, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the game, though. I do like this kind of... Now I'm, I am thinking a lot about this thing, these, these like, tools for this game of conversation and, like, taking the pressure off in a way. Mm-hmm. Where it felt... I think that I, I was thinking about because you said that there were sometimes silences and whatnot and that that's okay, the last one. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of thinking of a way to make that feel really comfortable mm-hmm. in a way. Mm-hmm. Or, like, natural. Yeah. And expected. Right. Yeah. You know, I think Dan and I had been on the last confab, so we were aware of silence and like how it sort of existed and we weren't afraid of it. But then right. when it happened, I was like, oh, how does that feel for other people? You know, it's like, right. it's like if people come to your family gatherings and you're like, wait, this must be really weird for them. But I'm yeah. used to it now. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, um, I'm going to stop the recording. Okay. Okay.
Project Art Workshop.